Hey friends, and welcome to the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. Here, we chat about all things paparazzi. Tips, tricks, suggestions, and weekly challenges. All to help you grow and explode your paparazzi accessories business to rockstar success. Hello, rockstars, and welcome to the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. My name is Anya Bohm, and I am your show host today. Before we get started, because I've been forgetting this, if you want to grab the show notes for today, if you have somebody who needs to listen to this call, and I promise you they are going to want to listen to this call, head on over to paparockstars.com slash Michelle, and you can get all of the, the show notes. There's going to be an exclusive image for today's call and the recording that you can listen to. So again, paparockstars.com slash Michelle. Now, you might have guessed it, but today we have on the call Michelle Johnny, one of the paparazzi elite leaders. Um, I'm super excited to welcome her on the call today. So let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. Michelle quit her job as an SPED teacher when she started having kids. Money got tighter and tighter as three children joined the family, and she was always looking for ways to bring in extra money without having to go back to work full-time. When her third baby was only five weeks old, she saw some cute $5 jewelry at a festival booth. She knew it was a million-dollar idea. She could sell something that only cost $5 and was super cute. So Michelle jumped in and started working towards her goal of making a few hundred dollars a month. Within just a few months, she was making a couple thousand dollars a month, and her husband quit his job nine months after they started paparazzi. And they, that's been supporting their family for the last four years. Now, Michelle Johnny is a Maven A-lister. She has one of the biggest teams in the company, and she enjoys helping other people learn how they can help pay their bills with paparazzi. Now, Michelle is also crowned 25. That means she has had 25 personally sponsored active consultants three months in a row. It's not an easy thing to do. And she has reached Life of the Party Bronze Access. If you know Michelle, you know that she truly is Life of the Party. So, Michelle, welcome to the call. Oh, thanks. I am the Life of the Party. Come on, let's be real. Oh, thanks are. for having me on, Anya. I have fun wherever I go, right? That's, that's what life's about, having fun. You totally do. It's one of the things that I love the most about you. <laughs> well, thank you. Now, did I leave anything out from that intro? Anything you want to add? No, that's good, I guess. Michelle, tell us, what is your why? Why do you do paparazzi? Well, when I first started paparazzi, I just, we just needed a little bit of extra money to make sure that we could pay our bills and have even a little bit left over for, you know, little fun things to do with the kids and when I saw paparazzi for the first time, I thought I could sell $5 jewelry and bring in some extra money, and that would definitely help our family. So when I first started, it was to make a little bit of extra money. Now, obviously, I still need to make money since this is a, what supports our family. <laughs> Without the money, um, uh, we would be in big trouble. But, you know, I really love helping people now and teaching them to do what I've done teaching them how to sell and um, get places. I love all the friendships that I've made with paparazzi. Like, I am just a happier person now than I was when I joined paparazzi. Way less stressed. I have way more friendships in my life. And my family gets to do really fun things because of paparazzi. So 
I guess, you know, bottom line is I joined paparazzi because I needed money, and I still do it because I need money. But at the same time, like, it just has enriched my family's life so much that I'm grateful that I can keep contributing to the family and yet, like, have some freedom and some flexibility and do all of these fun things with my family because of paparazzi. We just got back from nine days to, I live in Utah, going to, like, Washington and Idaho and um, doing trainings and seeing the sites and things like that. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to head back to the Midwest and do some trainings there and also go see, you know, sites and roller co- um, amusement parks and all of these other things. So I don't know. There's so many reasons why I keep doing paparazzi. It just is – it's been amazing for my family. My favorite thing that I think you said is that your why changes and that your why when you started was just money and now it's so much more, like meeting people, helping people, growing your team. Like it just kind of evolves, doesn't it? Yeah, and one of the trainings I was doing last week, I started crying because I'm just like thinking about how I can actually donate money to places now. Some of my best friends now are people that I've met through paparazzi, not just teammates, but like hostesses and customers. They've become my friends, and I just feel like every part of my life has been improved because of paparazzi. The why I do it is it's tenfold now instead of just one reason like to earn a little bit of extra money i feel the exact same way you couldn't have said it better (laughs) let's kind of change a little bit we're going to take a little bit of a shift so draw us a picture take us to that moment that was your worst paparazzi moment michelle okay well i had to think hard (laughs) to come up with a bad moment with paparazzi and i don't know if this is the worst one because like I said, I don't feel like I've had a lot of bad moments with paparazzi. There's things that, oh, you know, every once in a while someone will cancel a party or something slightly disappointing happens, but I am I had to think hard. Um, like there's a little one where one time I forgot to, I didn't weigh down my displays well enough and a little wind came through and it like leaned on a customer that caught it and I thought, oh, you know, that was a little bit embarrassing, <laughs> but it wasn't a big deal, so... I was thinking back about one thing that I just like, oh, and I thought about a show that I did in Los Angeles in L.A. So my husband had quit his job, but before he quit his job, I (laughs) just went for it, you know, and um, I booked these shows thinking I'm going to go big and I'm going to, like, get these, this huge team all over the country, and the way I need to do that is I need to travel to other states and do these huge events and just sign up tons of people there. So I booked these three events. They were called Ultimate Women's Expos. One was in San Francisco, one was in L.A., and one was in Phoenix. Keep in mind, I live in Logan, Utah, the very top of Utah, and they all, all three of them were $1,100 boosties. Okay, so we're talking like major investment, Uh uh-huh, right? Um, Well, I booked this before my husband quit his job, and I just had to put like a little down payment on my booth. So then my husband quits his job, and I – and they're all in the same month, okay? They're all in the month of October. I am like super stressed because we have nothing to fall back on. It's paparazzi or nothing, right? 
Um, yeah. And keep in mind, when my husband quit his job, I wasn't making five, ten, twenty thousand dollars a month. I was making like three, thirty, three thousand, thirty-five hundred, depending on the month. I had to come up the, with the rest of the money, and I thought oh, I'll have teammates in those areas by the time they get here because I booked them like in March. You know, oh, yeah, people will be joining my team there and they can come help me with these events. Well, in San Francisco, I did, had teammates. I went and I stayed with them. Um, the event went well. We passed on the parties. You know, they came and helped me with the event. They got to keep the leads and get teammates and parties. And same with Phoenix. Um I didn't have any teammates in L.A. At, by the, this time, and I was begging people to come with me. The person that was going to come with me, she kind of canceled, and I was begging other people from other teams, just anybody, please come with me. I cannot do an $1,100 booth fee event with twenty-five to 30,000 women by myself. No, Nobody could come. Um, and then a miracle happened, which I, if you really want me to go into it, I just – I feel like God is part of my business, and I was just praying so hard that I this would work out, and I could find somebody to come with me to L.A. or meet me in L.A. Um, and do this show with me. And the night I was leaving for L.A., somebody joined my team and put me as their sponsor, right? They chose me as their sponsor, and they lived in an hour and a half from L.A. And I had never talked to this person before, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like a total answer to my prayers. I called her, and I'm like, welcome. I'm so excited for you. Guess what? I'm coming to L.A. tomorrow. Do you want to come help me with this event? And she did. Like, talk about an answer to prayers, right? Anyway, I go to L.A., and I was exhausted because I had done two shows out of state the two weeks prior, and driving, and I was just so exhausted and being stressed that I didn't have a place to stay because I usually just stay with people I know, and I was going to sleep in my car. And Anyway, I get to L.A., and I can feel myself, like, my voice going, <laughs> and I'm getting oh, no. sick, and I've paid all this money, and I have all this jewelry, right? To have an $1,100 booth fee, you have to have a lot of jewelry to have in order to sell at least $3,000 in two days. I'm like, I need to make at least $2,700 just to pay for the booth and the jewelry and the gas down and everything. And here I am getting sick. I sounded like a frog. I have this new person shows up that's never done paparazzi. All she's ever done is been to one party. Luckily, I had her, though. Um... And the event did not go amazing. We'll just say that. I only sold like $2,400, so I didn't sell as much as I wanted. Um, I couldn't talk, and I was just so disappointed. And I don't know, like a great learning experience that, Michelle, maybe you pushed a little too hard and got a little bit too big. But at the time, you know, I thought things were going to be okay because my husband had a job and I was earning extra money. <laughs> everything like that but it that was probably one of my worst moments in paparazzi when I'm doing this big show and I sound like a frog and my throat is killing and felt overwhelmed and exhausted and like what did I get myself into but you know what I came home I recovered I hit fashionista that month so that helped ease some of the stress and you know the money issue and the person came and helped me. She booked a couple of parties from it. I just realized one event is not my whole business, and it's not going to determine if my business is successful or not successful. It just is one event of many, and I can move on. And I did. I moved on, and I learned from it. But 
I still remember that one time that I did that really expensive show out of state with almost no help, and I couldn't talk. That would be completely scary. Like, I admire you for taking that, that big of a risk. And I think that's kind of the message that comes out to me in all of that is you got to take risks in order to get rewards. And I'm not talking like three $1,100 shows in a month risk. I mean, if that is your cup of tea, do it. But if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't try things you've never tried, then you're never going to get the big results. And Michelle went out there. She did these shows. Even though some of them didn't turn out exactly how she wanted, she has gotten the results because she took risks in her business. Now, Michelle, yeah. what lesson do you want paparazzi to learn? What, what do you want to highlight from that? I, there's a few things I learned from this. One was you don't have to do really expensive boosties to grow your business. If I don't do shows like that anymore because I decided and, you know, looking at numbers and everything that they, I could use my time and my energy more effectively elsewhere than going, traveling out of state and doing these huge shows. They're, they can be fun, but I don't always think they're the most effective thing. Plan ahead and be ready for the unexpected. Like I learned after those that month and those three events, like that's not my business. That's not where I want to be doing the business. I want to be doing business on a, med- a smaller to medium show level um, and doing things more locally or through social media rather than having to put myself out there and traveling and all of that stuff. I love that you try it. Like some people, they just say, oh, I'm not a Facebooker. I don't do Facebook parties. And they never try it. But you've been there, you've done it, you've tried it, and now you can be educated when you say, that's not my thing, right? Yeah. And you know what? I've been able to help other people, like with their bigger shows and um, things like that, help them prepare and get ready. So I'm glad that I did it because I've done everything. And as a leader, I feel like if you are a leader, you know, have like saying, I've done everything, so what is it that you need help with, and I can help you with that, you know. Like, I've been there, I've done that, I can help prepare people if they want to try bigger shows, because I've I've done it, and I know kind of what to expect. Michelle, what is a habit that you have that you feel contributes to your success? I don't think there's any one specific habit. I think I have a habit <laughs> of just going for things and just putting it all out there and going big, not even going big, go, but going hard, you know, in everything I do. I just I just do it. When I first started, that's what I did. And I, I feel like just going for it and not, like, thinking about it too much, you know, like analyzing and doubting and things. I don't do that. If you go for it and you give it at all, your all, you're going to be a lot more successful than if you're like, oh, I'll try or, oh, I'll just, you know, do this little thing here and see if it works. And then if it works, then I'll, you know, do a little bit more. But if you go for it and you give it your all at the very beginning, you're going to have a lot more success and a lot better results than if you just do a little bit here and there. And in the end, you're going to be a lot more successful when you give it your all than if you just, you know, give it a, a little, like, very little effort at all. Yeah. Consistency is huge, you know. Like, I have a habit of being consistent. If you're consistent in your business, then you're going to have more business. And then another thing that I feel like I have a habit of doing is just being nice to people, talking to people, like, caring about people. Paparazzi, any business, any direct sales business is a people business. 
right? You might be selling a product, but if you want people to join your team, if you want customers and hostesses who come back over and over and over and over again, you have to build relationships and you have to care about people. So I feel like if you have it of caring about people and you know, keeping in touch with people that your business will be a lot stronger. <laughs> I could talk about a million things that I feel like contribute to helping you, habits that help you have a successful business. But I think those are three big ones is going for it, being consistent, and then just, you know, being a people person and talking with people and caring about people and letting them know that. Because when you show that you care about them and you're their friend, they're going to come back to you over and over and over again instead of just having to keep finding new people to sell to and host and join and all of that. I'm going to draw a quick correlation here. At convention, I want to say it was last year, but it might have been two years ago, there was a consultant I was talking to, and I love hippie headbands. Like, since the day they came out, I wear hippie headbands all the time. So I'm at convention, and a consultant comes up to me, and she's like, oh, my gosh, those look so good on you. I could never wear that. And I said to her, girl, what is stopping you? Like, put it on. And just rock it. Like, you're overanalyzing this. She's like, well, I'm too old to wear it. And they said, no, you are not. <laughs> you put it on and you rock it because you are what you say you are. And so kind of jumping back to your first point there, don't overanalyze. Don't psych yourself out. Like, she totally rocked a hippie head sound. It was all in her head that she couldn't do it. Stop psyching yourself out. Go bigger. Go home. Just do it. Stop yeah. putting these limitations on yourself. So right. your business isn't going to thrive if you're putting the limitations on it. Take the first step, get there, do it. Right, Michelle? Yeah. If you would have asked me when I joined Paparazzi, if I could see myself now where I am now, no way. Absolutely no <laughs> way. Like when I heard Robin Frank say she got a $5,000 check, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that would be amazing to make that much money. But, you know, like I don't know if that's me. Like I don't know that I can do that. And yet, after I kept hearing a couple of stories, I'm like, I'm going to go for it. I know that this can change my life, and and I did. I, I went for it. Like, those stories are really motivating when you hear people say, I started the same place you are, and now I'm here. But it is. It's work and consistency and just doing it. Yeah, one step at a time, right? Yep. Awesome. Okay, so what advice would you give to a brand new consultant? So I would tell them, go for it. <laughs> Once again, go for it. Like, go big. <laughs> Don't think, oh, I hope I can sell 10 pieces at my launch party. You are going to sell 50 pieces at your launch party. And be confident that this business is going to work for you. And if you're confident in that, then you're going to treat it like it's going to work for you, right? Get your jewelry in front of lots of people. Don't be afraid. Don't make excuses like, I can't do this because my house is too small or because, I don't know. I hear excuses all the time. If you want this, you'll just go out and make it happen and you'll do it. I had a, a five-week-old, a three-year-old, and a five-year-old, and my husband worked full-time. And I babysat other kids in my home for the first five or six months while I was doing paparazzi. And I had a blog, and I had church callings, and all this stuff. My life was busy. And you know what? I just went out, and I made it work. And that's what you have to do. You have to just go out and go for it and make it work. And be excited. If you act intimidated, if you act shy, if you act like, oh, you know, like, if you want to come to my party, like, that'd be cool. You're not going to get the response as if you go out and you say, I am so excited. I have this awesome product. It's only $5. It will help you feel beautiful, and it will save you 
money. Come to my party on whenever you're doing it. You're going to get a better participation. And then once you get people to see the jewelry, you need to keep in touch with people that like your product. One of my biggest, biggest, biggest regrets is that in the past five years, if I would have kept all the email addresses of the people that bought from me or the people who said they wanted me to keep in touch with that I didn't, um, I would have a list of like 5,000 people that said, I like your stuff. And I don't have that because I didn't keep in touch with people. So many gems in that. Keep in contact with people because it's huge. Like follow-up is huge. Relationships. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that several times. Relationships are huge. Show that excitement. You've got to be excited about the product. I mean, you just joined a business. We know you're excited about it. Don't let those negative people get into your head or into your excitement. Just block it out, show them your excitement, and then wear the product. Be a product of the product. you got to wear it. And you never know when, like, your mailman or your neighbor across the street is going to be like, oh, that's a cute headband. Where did you get it? Great points, Michelle. I just love those. Now, if you could suggest one thing to a consultant who is feeling really stuck in their business to just get things jump-started again, what would that be? Just one thing. Um, it's what I just talked about. Go back and contact your past customers, your past hostesses, your, like, past people that have showed interest in paparazzi, um, and do a, a mystery hostess party or another party or things like that. Ask them if they want a bunch of free jewelry, you know. Show them some of the new pieces that are out. I feel like the jewelry is so much cuter now than when I joined. Like, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And if somebody so hasn't true. bought from you in a year, they may not know all the cute stuff that, you know, you have. So, like, just go out and contact the people that have supported you in the past. Also, talk with those people that work in places with lots of other women and try to get baskets out. And just, you know, if you go back to the people that have liked paparazzi in the past, most of them are going to, they still like it. It's just that maybe they don't know you're still selling it or you haven't, they haven't heard from you in a long time. So that would be my suggestion is go back to where you've had success with people in the past and, and make that happen again. Now, if I could add just one thing to that, it would be, and I'm sure you meant this because I just know you, and I know that you didn't mean send a mouse text to everybody begging for a party oh. or go on Facebook yeah. and post it on your wall. You've got to yeah. contact people. It's the relationships. Like, call them um, on the phone. If, Talk to them in person. Maybe I should say make a personal contact because there I am go. a firm believer <laughs> if you're face-to-face or you're talking to somebody in person, it's way more effective than just putting it on your wall. Or mass texts or group messages, they don't, I, no, 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 okay? It's personal. Everything you should do is personal, personal, personal. If all you do is rely upon one post on your wall, that if I'm going to post this on, on my wall, and if it doesn't work, then it's the end, well, you're not going to be very successful. I'm just putting that out there. Like, it's you have to make it personal. I see, Absolutely. I get mass invitations to parties all the time. I um, I see people post all over their walls about stuff. I don't volunteer, you know. If they really want me to come to a party, if they really want me to help them with their business, they're going to ask me personally, not just do like a group, whatever, or just put it on the wall. That takes no effort to put something on your wall. Call up those people on the phone. I know it's scary. Do some jumping jacks, get some anxiety out of you before you do it, but, but make that make it about the relationship. Offer it to them, 
make a theme party, do whatever you got to do, but it has to be personal. Yep. Okay, what is a quote that inspires you? Oh, man, how can you just, like, narrow it down to one quote, right? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> it's by Pele. He's the soccer player from a while ago. He said, success is no accident. It is hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you are doing. And I, I know that success is not an accident. Like, I didn't just join paparazzi and, oh, my gosh, I'm successful. Holy cow. I don't know how that happened, you know. It's not an accident. It is work. And sometimes it's sacrifice. And I listen to training calls still. I am learning from other people. I'm studying what the other successful consultants in our company are doing, trying to share that. It's not an accident, people. You've got to go out and you got to work it. That's hard work, right? Blood, sweat, and tears. But that's what makes it so uh, rewarding when you get to the Every once in a while, a little bit of blood, but not much. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> it would ruin the jewelry if you bled too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, Michelle, a couple more questions. What is a book you'd say is a must-read and why? So when you hit executive producer in the company, at least when I did, they sent me the book How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I think they still do that. Um, by Dale Carnegie, and this is probably one of the most read books or inspirational books or whatever <clears throat> category you want to put it in of all time. And and I can see why. Um, when you're in a business that like this, how to win friends and how to influence people is something that you want to do. You want to build a relationship. You want to influence people in a positive way. This book, just, I don't know, everything about it is good. It can help you in any part of your life, not just business. So that's that's a good read. It's a good one. There's a reason why it's one of the most popular books of all time. So, Michelle, last question for today. Give us a parting piece of guidance. Build relationships within your business, right? Build them with your customers. Build them with your hostesses. Build them with your teammates. If you have relationships with those three groups of people, you're going to have a business, okay? If you don't have any relationships, um, your business is going to be way, way, way harder and not as fun, right? Relationships is what makes a business fun. So I would say um, build relationships. If you're at a party, joke around with people. Have fun. Don't be antisocial. Care about them. You know, I have customers who have kids with cancer or who have lost family members or I've done nice things for them, not just because they're my customer, but because they're my friend also. And I like to show that I care. So make people your friend, have fun with this business and, and get out and talk to people, get it in front of people, whether it's in person or on the computer. You just, you have to get it out of your house. There you go. I couldn't have said it better myself. Michelle, thank you so much for coming on the call today. I know that this is probably going to be one of the most listened to podcast episodes because of all the pros of wisdom you shared with us and just because of how much fun you are. Can you guys just tell how much of a blast Michelle is? Thanks for letting no me problem. come on and talk with all you beautiful women and men out there. Now, again, to get the show notes for today, the image that's going to be along with Michelle's episode or just to listen to this again, you can head on over to paparockstars.com slash Michelle. Hopper Rockstars with an S dot com slash Michelle. Thanks again, Michelle. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for letting me come on, Anya. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.